He's one of those guys who will get penetration. Good genes. He has great genes. Brett Kiesel came in and put a lick on Warner. He takes his whole thing there. This is not the tuck rule. He's not trying to put it back in. You hate to have too much time to stew in your own juices. The buildup is over as he released. Watch man, he pumps it, but his hands are so big and strong. In fact, they get penetration on both sides. Yeah, when you run away from him, he's going to run you down. He has big and strong hands, and you try and spread them oh, out. Oh, baby. And thank their defense for doing it twice. Right, and here's a four-man bunch, and then you go over to the right or backside where you have a man-to-man -man right here. You see, his <laughs> penetration right there. Do these guys not think about what they're saying? Madden never did, ever. That's it. <laughs> I feel comfortable. <laughs> Welcome to Happy Valley Speakeasy. <laughs> the joygasm. The joygasm. There we go. <laughs> so aside from the fact that I've never been into sports, uh, the huge double entendre of everything that was said there. What? John Madden <laughs> constantly did that on the air all the time. The, the funniest one, though. Was uh, it was oh, I guess about two, three years before the end of his uh, career uh, when he retired, he was in the booth with Al Michaels, and he started talking about the first gap that you run through with the running back, and he was calling it the a hole, and how he would pound it up the a hole all the time. What's <laughs> really great is I know that, and it wasn't until the second half when he started calling it the a slot. I think what's great is the, what little I know is the fact that he wasn't making a double entendre. He really just, no, just he, so he, was, he was just, you know, old man from the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> Way to time that one perfectly. Jeez. <laughs> oh, no double entendre there. <laughs> you had to pump it on good for me. Of course. You were talking about football, and that was for you. <laughs> okay. No, I just happened to run across that today, and I thought that would be just as funny as hell. So, uh, a warning to our listeners, Spencer's dying again. He has lung cancer this week. Actually, lung cancer would be at least explainable. He has asthma from fires 100 miles away. Yeah. There's a high pressure blowing all the smoke into the valley. Needless to say, I can barely breathe. Now, before we really get into the meat of whatever stuff we prepared, last week you were saying how excited you were about doing the podcast because of Kia stories, and then never told them. No, it wasn't Kia stories. It was a story of what happened to us going up to Salt Lake. Oh, that's right. That Yeah, you never told that one either. Uh, so we had a uh, family reunion, and everybody knows what fun those are. So, uh, and I missed out on it because I was at a family reunion for my wife's side, which they haven't had one since her dad died. So, what, it's been five, six, seven years? Uh, about four. <laughs> well, I guess five, I guess the first time. Anyway, uh, so we get up to Salt Lake. We have a really nice Marriott up there in Sandy. And uh, we get in, had a really nice dinner, went down, used the spa, used the pool, go back to bed at 11.30. I wake up gasping because my CPAP stopped. And for those that notice, don't know what a CPAP is, think of the, the movie Aliens, the face crawler, only it's giving you oxygen. No, or Darth Vader mask. That works. As my wife likes to call it. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I sound like at night. It is the full. 
must join the dark side. Anyway, uh, please don't tell me that you're pulling I'm your father lines with your wife. Please don't tell me that. <laughs> no, choose your daddy. <laughs> um, Moving on. <laughs> you asked. You did ask. Move on. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, uh, it turns out that the power went out. So I'm in a hotel. No supplies, no batteries, no, no uh, flashlight, no old man oxygen tank. <laughs> yeah, nothing like that. There's, you know, I have nothing in terms of emergency supplies. Who the hell figures that power is going to go out while you're at a hotel? In a metropolitan area. So we figure, okay, no big deal. We can live through this. We go back to sleep. And I'm just snoring away because I don't have the CPAP. 2.30 in the morning, the battery to my fire alarm dies and starts blaring. <laughs> the only one on the floor that is going off. Oh, I didn't hear that part of it. The only one on the floor. Actually, in the entire hotel. And you can't call down the front desk because no, the phones I, aren't working. Yeah, I'm like, uh, duh. So I walk downstairs and say, hey, man, my fire alarm's going off. He goes, oh, just rip it off the wall. Just unplug it and leave it there. Well, for they me. actually told you to yes, rip it off the did. wall. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. That's customer service. <laughs> I went, done and done. <laughs> so, Aggression removed. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, you know. I unplug it. I leave it. I have to remove the battery. Do the and there's a little battery test there, and it's like, help me, help me. You know, it just it's, yeah. it's gone. So I leave it there, no problem. I get up. I so we have to be at breakfast by six, so we can be uh, help out to set up for the whole day thing. Yeah. So we go to breakfast. Um, and it's a pretty good breakfast, and but I only got about two and a half hours of sleep because I don't have the CPAP and I keep waking myself up with my own snoring. <laughs> that's on audio. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's pretty freaking loud. If I'm waking myself up, it's normally I don't snore, man. I have the CPAP on. So, you know, continuous air going in and out. The tongue doesn't vibrate back in my mouth. Don't want to know. <laughs> Someday you'll know. Moving on. <laughs> you, you keep opening up that door. <laughs> uh, so uh, I spend the entire day just downing Coke all day long because I am dog-ass tired. I drove. Oh, and this is the thing. We, we and, took the, and to we be took specific, the, he is talking about Coca-Cola, the drink. <laughs> yep, that's not, what I mean. And not the original mix. <laughs> Too bad. Um, well, because the day before, we took the back way up. Up US 89, because I'd, I'd never actually taken it from there, from here, all the way up to Salt Lake. Yeah, I've only, I've only taken it up to Richfield. <coughs> so uh, that's, yeah, by the way, a seven and a half hour drive. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, <laughs> lots of nothing. It is lots of pretty nothing. Yeah. I'm like, if I ever film a Western, I'm doing it here. Because there is, no, I mean, there's barely power lines out there, man. Well, over, <coughs> over three quarters of it's BLM land. <coughs> Anyway, uh, so between traveling, not sleeping, I'm just, I'm Mr. Pleasant at the family meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else is thinking, this is why we don't get together. <laughs> yeah, this is like, it is exactly why we only meet every other year. <laughs> <laughs> and while we didn't have um, reunions on that side of the family for, oh, we had a good 12-year block there. I was so happy about that. So uh, you want to 
dive in the news because oh my gosh, this week has just been like stupid <laughs> with stuff that's been happening. And with, I have and with I have the greatest headline of well, all time. And and I would say also with reports that prove that somebody knows is related <laughs> to some, the editor because there's some of these reports like why is this even on here? Anyway, you started out, you got it. Texas mother rips son's scrotum and then t- tries to mend it, uh, mend the wound with super glue. Now, when you say tears the scrotum, like rips it like a piece of paper, <laughs> uh, snags it on something, why was it hanging out? Why was she dangling? <laughs> There's details here that we need to have. Mrs. Vargas admitted to grabbing her son's junk as hard as she could causing a four-inch laceration in her son's scrotum. So then... Wait, wait, wait. Was he clothed or what? No. Uh, let's see. Because there's screwed up questions either way. I don't uh, think so because the son was a six-year-old, uh, six-year-old son. Okay, that helps with the questioning. Because you know, if, if it's through the clothing, it's like Hulk anger. If it's naked, that's just like, <laughs> yeah. The 911 call apparently was priceless. Oh, I bet. Why is your son crying, and why does he have a bloody diaper, uh, paper towel stuffed in his underoos? There was an accident. What kind of accident? Oh, this is the husband questioning the wife. <laughs> I yanked his little thing too hard, and it ripped his sack. Why were you yanking it all? Yeah, why, why are you touching it at six years old? I sense divorce and child protective services <laughs> in the future. Or, well, a divorce, maybe not, because the husband can't be blamed for that. If he's at work... Yeah, but if he is not able to take, take care of the kid without the, the woman there, moving well, on. Daycare. Um, anyway, oh, so yeah, why would you do that? I was angry. What the F? You didn't take him to the hospital? Well, you super glue. He'll be fine. <laughs> Seriously, lady? I mean, this, granted, this is the greatest headline I've ever read, but wow, are you butt stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pick the most inappropriate song. <laughs> the, the only way that you would get slugged in the nuts is if it hired in here and it was Genesis. That I do just, I do just for fun. <laughs> yeah. So, um, as much as I hate talking about the Kardashians ever. <coughs> the hell you don't it's like your number two item actually i try to avoid it but it's <coughs> who they're blowing in all the media i don't get because they're just constantly out there but uh chloe lego kim pendants and kanye socks the bizarre kardashian memorabilia available online but would you buy it not in my lifetime uh, they've got their whole empire stuff but then there's other people who have created their own tribute Toys and memorabilia <laughs> that they're selling online. And Are they adult toys? <laughs> well, <coughs> let's see. Uh, the online marketplace Etsy has seen fans from all over the world cashing in on their homespun Kardashian and Jenner memorabilia as every gift imaginable is available with a Kardashian twist. And they show a picture of... Um, Three Lego toys that are supposed to be Kardashian themed, and the one what well, it just has like a giant ass. No, it's the front side, but the fact that they get that one cleavage, and yeah, you know, I, I, I can't really tell the difference between if they're supposed to be Katy Perry or Kardashian. Well, it's still Lego. Um, then we've got uh, Caitlyn Jenner um, wearing period costumes from her parents uh, on the face of. The, I, I don't know where the picture came from. Vanity Fair? 
No, it's it's Victoria. <coughs> Bruce Jenner dolled up as a chick wearing Victoria era clothes <coughs> as an iPad cover. That's disturbing. Oh, every bit of this is disturbing. Homemade, no, the Legos weren't that bad. Homemade T-shirts, <laughs> uh, weird, weird ring. It looks like it's made out of a cookie. Um, the socks are weird. That, those are just plain weird. <laughs> the socks are weird. No, it looks like they're airbrushed socks. Wow. <laughs> why would you want? I mean, if, what, no, why would no, you no. make it? And then why would you think someone else would buy it? If Kanye West was on the bottom of my soul, <laughs> I might buy that with spare. Uh, let's see. Easily the most popular decal is Kim crying as she vents to Courtney and Scott about how she no longer loves Chris Humphreys. Boo. Can, um, we, can we move on now? Nail stickers. Uh, Kim necklace. It's just very disturbing. And yeah, we can move on. But I give people, um, I give them credit for trying to be entrepreneurial. <laughs> it just happens to be creepy as hell. That's like putting out the Freddy Krueger collection. No, that would be um, that would would have no a draw the, to it. the Jeffrey Dahmer collection. There you go. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey Dahmer cookbook. There we go. <laughs> Seven For- seasonings for human flesh. <laughs> Former cop organizes blackface performance to raise funds for officers charged in Freddie Gray death selling 600 tickets. Wow. <laughs> I love that one. Do they just like... <laughs> do they get the cops from like the special ed class of the police academy? Well, the, the thing is so hilarious is you know, most of the cops involved in that were black. Mammy. <laughs> Most of the cops that they're raising money for were black. Oh, I know. Just like, I mean, there's just so much screwed up with that entire situation there. <laughs> there isn't. There is not a redeeming factor out of that. It makes me wish Hart was here. <laughs> yes, it does. Let's see. This doll has suicidal thoughts. Father's anger after sadness toy from new film Inside Out says phrases like "Goodbye friendship, hello loneliness," and <laughs> "I'm in an emotional slump." Okay, apparently the doll has been reading Stephanie Myers. Dad, what's the name of the character? Sadness. <laughs> What'd you expect? Hi, I'm Chucky. Do you want to play? <laughs> okay, I have a crew clothes. I mean, yeah, creepy toy goes with the movie, but at the same time, Dad, come on. I have a little bit of indication now. Go for it. New study. The evidence supports that artificial sweeteners are more healthy than sugar. But I thought they turned the arsenic in your bloodstream and it'll kill you. Uh, well, it turns out, it's not that, that it turns into arsenic. It turns out that uh, it did turn into stomach cancer in rats. However, we're not rats. Right. That, that's actually one of the biggest stipulations on this. Oh, also, I'm sorry. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't arsenic. It was formaldehyde. That's what I heard. And it doesn't turn into formaldehyde either. Shucks. <laughs> actually, it turns into blood alcohol. Woohoo! Party! And, but in such in such minor amounts that it's not even negligible. Now it turns Says out you. it turns out the uh, that the annals of oncology started studying all uh, fifty studies for uh, uh, artificial sweeteners since the big study in 1972, all the way through uh, 2012. What all these studies forgot to do was discount environmental. Uh, Anomalies, which most of them were, in fact, chewing tobacco, which caused the stomach cancer. When uh-huh. that comes out of the studies, 
you have no better chance or no worse chance than having sugar, but the sugar, the blood sugar reaction is actually more mild. All right. I, yeah, I do, I do call dumbasses on them for the whole, yeah, chewing tobacco, but, you know. Well, that's, uh, I mean, obviously they had an agenda and just either, I can see forgetting one study saying, oh, don't worry, it's, you know, it's not a concern that they're taking tobacco. Mm-hmm. But all 50 of them? Well, plus back in the 70s, everybody didn't, they didn't know much better. But you get to the 80s, it's like, guys, you Actually, by the 50s, they knew that tobacco was a major, a major cancer. Uh, they knew that in the 50s. Wow, they're dumbasses. Yeah, I mean, this, <laughs> this isn't that. The, the, well, and then the, uh, the funny thing is I got this out of the New York Times. The uh, uh, American Journal of Medicine rips this study to shreds stating that we have 50, uh, 50 studies of empirical data saying that, you know, you actually will die if you use mm-hmm. artificial sleep. Like, but if the data is wrong in the first place, yep. how can you possibly claim that study? Anyway, for everybody who's ever told me, you're going to die from drinking diet soda, I will die happy drinking my diet soda. Well, I'll, I'll rephrase it, since I'm off soda right now. <laughs> You'll die from drinking soda. I'll die from all kinds of shit. Now, more likely, <laughs> I'll probably die from a giant chicken bone in my mouth, in my throat, before I die from a Diet Coke. Yeah, I'll give you that. So, oh, really exciting news. <laughs> the Will Fermian has finally discovered a massless particle first theorized in 1929 could pave way for next-generation quantum computing. <sighs> what was that? Exactly. Actually, I thought it was a cool article, and I brought it up just because I knew it would bore the <laughs> shit out of you. Man. Because I'm there for you. Florida man in St. Petersburg has been banned from every Starbucks in the world. No, wait, wait, wait. A new, another article from Florida? Yes. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> My Florida friends, <laughs> this is for you. A man living in St. Petersburg, Florida, has been banned from all Starbucks because he called out a customer who was parked illegally in a handicapped space. Every time that somebody would come in, he would t- say as loud as possible, why are you parking in that space that is reserved for a handicap? You do not have either plates nor the, t- uh, the hanging tag in your... And he would basically handicap shame and park and shame them. I'm behind the guy. I'm sorry. The manager kicked him out of the store for disturbing the customers. Two weeks later, he got a letter from Starbucks banning him from every single establishment. So do they like send around his face, the picture of him to every Starbucks? So they're I just guess. Looking out for him? <laughs> you are not allowed. Like, how chicken shit is that, man? Well, just Starbucks. <laughs> well, that's true. Beware of the butt dial. Court rules airport exec who accidentally called colleagues who then knew, used the overheard conversation against him had no right to privacy. You butt, is, you butt dial someone, here's the conversation, you're screwed. <coughs> Actually, that's, that's actually reiterating a, an earlier court case where you have the phone conversation in public uh-huh. on your cell phone. That is, in fact, admissible you're in public. because you're in public and somebody could overhear your side of the conversation. Which, oh, I don't know if you're familiar with HIPAA laws. Thank you, Hillary Clinton. Which is like taking medical security stuff to the upteenth limit for no reason other than the fact that they fully should. And there's a lot of it I do actually agree with. But and I, I'd been doing computer support for a couple of doctor's offices, and I was helping them 
make sure they were ready, HIPAA compliant for when the regulations went into force. So I was very familiar at the time. I'm at a local gas station filling up. Next uh, set of stalls over, a surgeon pulls up. He's driving some little convertible BMW. He's got his phone jacked into the Bluetooth, listening to his um, messages for, uh, sent from his office to his cell phone. And so blurring out in public all of these medical details about someone wow. he just done surgery on. I was like, dude, you realize how many violations you just made? Yeah, that's pretty, pretty butt stupid. Well, <laughs> doctors may be very good at doing things inside your body, but it doesn't mean they're smart. Florida man, angry at his wife. Another Florida one. <laughs> arrested for planting a hoax bomb with a note on the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so pissed I'm going to fig blow you up. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> that's exactly what it says. Randolph was so pissed at his wife that he planted a fake pipe bomb on the table with a note, handwritten note, scribbled in pen. This, is expo- this isn't an explosive. It's a bomb. It doesn't say why. Oh, it doesn't say why he did it. The meatloaf is effing <laughs> burned for the last Tops time. Cops were called, and they tracked him down less than two blocks away at the local Burger King. <laughs> oh, for those who um, actually come here to get news. Oh, don't come here don't. for news. I totally screwed up last week. Also, I had, I had misread an um, article about Bobby Christina, Whitney Houston's daughter. Yes. And about, and she actually didn't die until she wasn't dead yet. It was just everybody <laughs> knowing Kimble's, she was going Kimble to. Kimball is clairvoyant. <laughs> hey, I called that one. <laughs> so, so how much did the book you pay you? What's that? How much did the book you have to pay you? <laughs> hey, my over under was great. Yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> I'm surprised you even know what an over under is. I kind of know. Oh, it's because you're, I, you're, you're I, I, I know stats. it deals with betting. <laughs> well, a, actually, it's mostly statistics. Yeah. But it is have, it's having to do whether you meet the over or the under of the total score in any given game. And um, I have been so focused on work and stuff, I missed a couple of weeks back of an actual death that happened that um, was one of the original Disney guys, uh, Blaine Gibson, who was the master crea- uh, character creator for pretty much all the animatronics. Yeah, he was the one that invented a- uh, audio animatronic. Uh, he did not the mechanic side of it, but the the, the, actual, control, the show control side. No, the actual sculptures that oh, the okay. faces were made off of. And there was a really great article in my mice chat that was put up by um, oh, uh, I can't remember forgetting the name. It's the guys I, I did my <laughs> I bought my animatronics from for when we did the the oh Garner Holt <laughs> and Florida. The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> a Florida woman is arrested after she repeatedly called 911 to report too much drinking going on at the neighborhood bar. <laughs> right. I need to get a copy of this 911 tape. That one sounds like one from Utah, man. No, this is actually uh, Florida. Where are we at in Florida? Oh, Hollywood Police Department. So that's down in uh, uh, Hollywood. Hollywood, Florida, which is... No, I, I, I knew Hollywood, Florida, but it's just the fact you said Hollywood. <laughs> like I said, Florida, the, the gift that keeps on giving. Because a Florida attorney in Miami uh, is representing a man who was arrested by the FBI for plotting an Islamic uh, State sympathizer to detonate nail-filed bombs in Florida on a Florida beach. The attorney says he's no extremist. He's just a sympathizer. He's no extremist. He's just excited. Like I said, the Florida, 
this, this gift that keeps on giving. And unfortunately, I know I'm going to get caught halfway through this because my Mac is freaking out right now. But um, well, then I got I yeah. Got go one. continue until my. And then the uh, final Florida story. This is the Florida feel good story. Um, <coughs> uh, let's see, Florida. Uh, uh, co- uh, Florida police officers. You the one. Uh, bought breakfast for a homeless man. And then sat down and ate breakfast with him. And the reason why is because she said that nobody should eat alone. <coughs> the Ocala Police Department identified the officers in Green's photo as Sergeant Erica Hay, uh, who told Today.com that she was on her way getting breakfast at a local donut store when she noticed the homeless man. On the one side, good for her. On the other side, that's news. Well, actually for her it is good because... Apparently she does this, and she ends up getting informants all the time. Okay, I don't know. I see. I actually that is. I understand that as good police work. But again, you don't want to make news out of it. <laughs> <coughs> well, a guy just uh, photo uh, took a photo of it, put it up on Facebook, and uh, within three days had over uh, one million shares. And that's why I made news. Ah, so yeah, I hate news based on social media. <laughs> it's completely pointless. So a New Yorker decided to go looking for a new gig. So he decided to create a new template for his resume, uh-huh. which is focused on being brutally honest, highlighting his failures and flaws, sent it out, partly looking for a gig, partly just as an experiment, and got eight responses to it. Yeah. So i got to read this. Um, experience 2012 to present. Agalov and Mather, senior creative, worked on... Uh, Let's see. Look, look, worked on three losing pitches. Failed to produce anything worthwhile in my first year here. Didn't sell a few game-changing ideas to UPS or American Express. 2009-212, DDB New York, creative. Other agencies beat me to the punch on making a few award-worthy projects. <laughs> Never tried to switch creative groups when I was unhappy. Didn't sell any TV sp- spots. In 2009, worked for a drug of five intern. Worked on a on a losing um, MySpace pitch, got eaten alive by bed bugs at my sublet, so I had to leave <laughs> the city. Should have been more aggressive. Didn't get hired after my my stint. Missed honors. Only have one year left to, to go on a creative 30 under 30 list. Have yet to finish a book I started writing years ago. My pilot didn't get past the quarterfinals of a screenwriting competition. <laughs> Lost in a, a championship game of our inter, intramural softball league. Didn't win any one, one show or um, D&AD student awards. My broadcast career never panned out. Didn't make it as a radio disc jockey. <laughs> Education, 2008 to 2009. Like my <laughs> the Creative Circus, copywriting. I pissed off a few art directors graduating early. <laughs> Left with a portfolio that didn't really showcase my style of work. Should have studied design. 2004 to 2008, Ohio University, bachelor's degree in journalism, dated a free-spirited girl who ruined my junior year, <laughs> wish I spent more time with friends instead of taking 20 credit hours each quarter of my senior year. Non-skills. Take my work home with me, which gets me in trouble with, with the wifey. Having, have difficulty remembering names. Don't take the best notes in meetings, but look like I do because I'm drawing. Could be more, more punctual. <laughs> Need to put more effort into less exciting briefs. 
bad references. And he's got three people listed as bad references. And he's got this downloadable uh, um, as a template. <laughs> nice. So, uh, so when are you downloading it for Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> well, he hasn't done enough to really put much on That's there. what I'm saying. This is perfect for Jeremy. <laughs> but like I said, just being um, brutal, brutally honest, he ended up getting uh, eight responses Sort of worked at Grandpa's house. Um, for those that might care, because our news is all over the place, Lockheed Martin to purchase Sikorsky aircraft. I saw that one a while ago. Actually, I sent that one to you because I knew you'd find that interesting. Well, actually, I do find it interesting because uh, Lockheed Martin uh, produces the, uh, the, the, control, flight, the flight controls. Yeah, the control systems for the main helicopters being built right now by Sikorsky. They'll actually save them a bunch of money, I think. Well, yeah. And time. So since we're going to stay in technology... Do you know who Elon Musk is? Okay, Musk. What, what do I do for a living? <laughs> okay, so do explain to our audience who Elon Musk is. Uh, let's see. I can't remember all that he's done. Um, well, I, everyone probably knows of his latest and greatest. SpaceX and... Um, Tesla. Yeah, and Tesla. The Tesla car. Well, he and Stephen Hawking have signed an open letter in hopes to preventing a robot uprising. Oh, yeah. I, I was, that's one of my articles I was going to be like, really? It's that big of a concern that before we even have autonomous robots. Have you actually read the article? Yes, I have. And about the, um, about the document they had over a thousand scientists signed saying that we had to make sure that, uh, that autonomous robots were not allow- would not be allowed to have weapons? Well, it's kind of funny because uh, Isaac Asimov actually said you should use the three laws. Of course. <laughs> Duh. He's the one who invented them. Well, uh, granted, but it actually makes sense. Yeah. Well, of course, I don't want to really explain what the three laws you are. Op- you open the door. <laughs> okay. You open the door. For those who don't know who the, uh, what the three laws are, go watch iRobot. Yeah, they explained it pretty well in there. Uh, robo- basically, it comes down that robots are, having, are supposed to have ingrained into their base system that they can't hurt humans. And that uh, they have to give up their own safety for saving a human. So, um, of course, we talked about last week during our podcast last week that the complete horror show of Sharknado 3 was being viewed by, Others. unfortunately, millions of viewers that had no life. <laughs> and the next day I found a, a, a write-up of Sharknado 3, oh, hell no. That's <laughs> the name of it. And it basically became like a cameo for people who are B-listers, old actors that can't get any more gigs, TV people who can't actually switch over into movies. Um, and uh, my second son, Taylor, of course, recorded it. And I next morning saw the first five minutes of the film, <laughs> which basically was an advertisement for Universal Studios Orlando. Oh, nice. I mean, it shows them going to the park and then shots of all the rides. Oh, yay. Um, <laughs> Well, that's what uh, that's what vacation was for uh, for uh, Six Flags Magic Mountain. Except it didn't use their name in the, in the movie. No, this was Universal Orlando. That's because Universal had backed the whole project. Yeah. Oh, well, obviously, uh, Ann Coulter's in it. She plays the vice president. Uh, <laughs> that that, that hmm. regular <laughs> updates happen all during the movie from Savannah Gerthy and Matt Lauer. It's about the most believable thing Mount Lauer's done in years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm surprised that because NBC for years had a, a no, uh, a, uh, 
a no fiction clause. They couldn't participate in any yeah. show or any movie or TV series. Well, they figured they're not making any money, so they should at least let their performers <laughs> try and make money. Performers, not lower. <laughs> um, are you familiar with the young actor Frankie Muniz? Yeah, I'm very familiar with, Frank, with Frankie Muniz. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle and several shows. He's on yeah. there and, of course, dies. <laughs> Most of the extras on, on here, yeah. or the, the, the cameos die early. Are they all wearing red shirts? <laughs> uh, Penn, Gillette, and Teller are on it. Did they die? I'm not sure. I didn't. I'm just going through this real quick. Uh, let's see. Kim Richards plays a tour guide at Universal Orlando. Um, let's see. I, I, I know that... Um, <coughs> oh, where is it at? <coughs> oh, who was that, uh, that song that I was laughing real hard that was even in this thing? Oh, I forgot. Um, well, speaking the of... Ho- um, the Hoff... Hoff... Um, the Hoff. <laughs> David... David uh, Hasselhoff. Okay. He, he, he plays a, a NASA scientist who ends up getting left on the moon. Oh, I thought he'd maybe play another uh, German uh, uh, coach. Now, at one point... Uh, <laughs> Which, the, by the way, was his most believable role ever. <laughs> yeah. At one point, a giant shark is in outer space, and some of the heroes are in the space shuttle. The shark ends up swallowing the guy's wife who's pregnant. I would love to know how <laughs> a shark survives in the vacuum of space. Admittedly, I kind of want to watch it just for this ending. <laughs> he, he goes in after her. The shark starts coming in the atmosphere. It's burning up. And there's a shot of the, the lady punching a hole through the, the, the shark, pushing the newborn baby out of the shark. Oh, gosh. I, it's just so no. horrendously bad. And, of course, uh, at the end of Sharknado 3, they announced Sharknado 4. I'm sure they did. So oh, when I say Mark Hamill, what do you think of most? Um, Mark Hamill's uh, Gay Blade. <laughs> gay Blade? <laughs> Sorry, wrong Hamill. <laughs> That's George Hamilton. I know. <laughs> Mark Hamill. Luke Skywalker. Right. You know what he's also most famous for? Uh-uh. He's the voice of the Joker in the animated series. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> most people don't. Maybe because I don't watch it. Well... Batman, uh, the animated series, is coming out with a new movie, Batman Killing the Joke, and Mark Hamill will be returning and reprising his role as the Joker. Cool. And he makes the best voice for the Joker. <laughs> Holy crap, is he creepy. In the animated series? Yeah, I, I never really got into, into Oh, you got you got to watch that. I know they've done, a bunch of, they've done a bunch of movies with it. They have. Um, and he also, the voice of the Joker in... Uh, Batman Beyond, uh, Return of the Joker. Yeah. And that one is actually, it's so dark. It's great. So you know how I have this hatred for Neil deGrasse Tyson? (laughs) I have for quite a while because he, you know, stripped Pluto of its. Yeah. Well, there was, one of the guys at work sent me this. By the way, I've been told that uh, Pluto has regained its planet status. Yeah, we talked about it uh, Two, two, two or three episodes ago. Okay. Um, but one of the guys at work we were talking about then sends me this link to this PBS video. And my reaction to it was totally different from his because this video makes me hate him that much more. Oh, really? And it's him talking about why he found it so surprising that everybody had this reaction to it being a, a, um, him taken away. And he actually, is he giving himself he, a fluff He job? actually blames Disney for the, the, the character Pluto, except for one part of it. Um, the very beginning where he says he, when he was the director of the, of the New York Museum of Science, right. took it upon himself to put up an exhibit that stripped it of its plant status. He just did it on his own. That's why I hate him. He's a maniacal <laughs> dickhead. Yeah, he, uh, 
He does have one hell of an ego that puts me to shame. And, of course, he does whatever PBS wants him to do because, you know, that got him on PBS and that gets him money. <laughs> Douchebag. My, <laughs> here's an article you, you, you might like. Yeah. My dad is a jerk. 22-year-old brat <coughs> blows $90,000 college fund in her first three years of college on the first three years of college and vacations and clothes. And then it gets all pissy with her parents on radio, on, <laughs> on a, a Florida syndicated show. Oh. You should call in talking about him because um, they refuse to tap into the retirement to bail her out. Good for the parents. Oh, totally. And she ended up calling back like three or four times over a couple of weeks. <laughs> and in the end. This after, isn't Bubba the Low Sponge show, is it? <laughs> I don't. Uh, it's, He's it's, out of Florida. That's, all, that's why I know that. But they ended up mocking him. Let's see. I'm sorry. It, 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 it wasn't Florida. It was Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta's yeah. radio, The Burt Show. And Whatever. they were mocking her to death, especially when they say, well, go get a job. And she just freaked out. And, I can't get a job. I'm breaking down. And finally, she, uh, she relented, went and got a loan. But the only reason the way they closed the loan is if she got a part-time job. <laughs> so she has a loan and a job. But she, it, it took her weeks and weeks. Mm-hmm. First, the bill was coming due, and she knew it and hadn't told her parents about it. We're wow. Putting off as long as possible. <laughs> and, but, and she just totally the, – the, the $90,000 was left to her as, in a trust fund from her grandparents when they passed away. Okay. And so she knew how much tip, money was there starting out. Tip but, to parents. First of all, don't send them to a school that costs ninety grand. Send them to a two-year junior. Save that money. Or you can get into a trade school or something. So that that money's there for a down payment on a house or something. Well, what was also great about it is during the first phone call, she actually blamed her parents for not teaching her how to budget. Well, that's actually, that may be legit. Isn't it? Uh, you can have, have that as part of the discussion, but actually blaming them for that. I, <laughs> and actually, her, her school's not horrible for, for compared to today's rate. Uh, it looks like she has two semesters to go. Each semester is 10000 bucks, which actually isn't bad. That's not horrendous at all. <laughs> so uh, a giant crack has uh, showed up in the middle of Mexico. What in the world is, um, is oh, Oprah doing down there? Oprah? <laughs> that actually, joke, if be, I hadn't flubbed it, that joke would have worked. Actually, it would be better if it was Michael Moore <laughs> because it's more likely that he would be in Mexico filming something. But he hasn't uh, done jack shit in years. Actually, he's just about to release something. You know, I just saw that on uh, oh, um, Drudge today. My condolences. <laughs> well, I'm not going to watch it. I don't care. Armacio uh, de de Sarat el Sigo is the location in Mexico. It's northwest Mexico, south of about uh, 200 miles due south of Tucson. And it's a giant, um, the crack goes anywhere from a few feet to over 40 feet wide and drops over 35 to 40 feet, as in a new Grand Canyon starting to form without water. Was it tectonic plates or? Uh, Apparently, because it's just a giant trench starting to spread apart. Wow. I thought that was highly interesting. Well, it was interesting. I don't, I don't know, highly. That's well, this is actually more interesting to me. Bob Iger says that it is inevitable that ESPN and <laughs> Disney will go direct to customer via the Internet. Yeah, I had that one, that article, too. <laughs> Great. Well, and he talks about um, 
in, in the, the and actually, I don't think he's wrong. I think that we're going to see more and more just strictly online content because that's where the freedom is. Well, and I agree with that, but um, part of his thing that I was talking about online um, networks offering high-quality products, and the problem is that means that you're, getting, you're not showing any of your current Disney shows because they are not high-quality, <laughs> decent-budgeted, anything. That's not a bad thing if they disappear. I'm not saying it isn't. I mean, we don't need another Miley Cyrus. No. Nah. Uh, the glamorous photos of bankrupt drug mule who was busted <laughs> after flirting with border officers in a bid to smuggle 13 pounds of cocaine into the U.S. in her gold Mercedes. And they tore the Mercedes to pieces looking for any possible drugs stored in there once they realized what was going on. I bet they did. Oh, uh, this great shot of what they found in front of it and just the panel shredded and... <laughs> Yeah, she's an idiot. Um, it was $134,000 worth of cocaine hidden in compartments in her car. Uh, she was overly, let's see, Annette um, Picole, 39, drove up to Arizona border crossing in a gold Mercedes. She was overly talkative and flirting with the officers, prompting suspension. 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 I can't talk today. She was subject, subjected to another inspection where a canine sniffed out the drugs. Pakula is accused of possessing 13 pounds of cocaine with intent to distribute. Papers wow. are, uh, obtained by a Daily Mail show she fled. She filed for bankruptcy in 2010. <laughs> she was in over $100,000 worth of debt, filing dismissed in 2011. Well, I got finally dismissed uh, four months and three months ago. <clears throat> She's an idiot, though. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, uh, Jared Fogel is still has not been exonerated. Ah. The mystery surrounds the foggy, uh, the foggy uh, circumstances of his house being raided. Um, he cannot seem to get, or his attorney can't seem to get, any answers from federal authorities on whether or not he's a suspect or just a person of interest. Well, they can only hold that one going for so long, though. Um, actually, person of interest is lifetime. Great. And suspect until he's been eliminated as a suspect. <laughs> So, who knows? Or he's found with, with little Mikey down the road. Well, the uh, child pornography charges uh, do expire in 25 years. Yay! He's got that <laughs> in the future. But he hasn't been charged. Yep. So, uh, I don't know. That, to me, it seems kind of weird because it was so sensationalized. You would think that the FBI would just you know, cut him loose right away or say he, it's an ongoing investigation. Something. Nothing. And uh, continuing down the, the road of of alleged pedophiles, actor who played Jar Jar Binks in Star Wars movies claims Michael Jackson wanted to play the role in thriller-style prosthetics, but George Lucas said no. <laughs> <laughs> I love Wisely I said this. no. I think it would have been great just to listen to Michael try and do the Jar Jar Binks Caribbean accent. <laughs> But he wanted to go straight CGI, so he said, no, thanks. The Arizona Cardinals, uh, they're a football team. Yeah, I actually knew that one. Okay. <laughs> thanks <laughs> for the help. All right. Hired the first woman coach in the NFL. Yeah, I read that. Uh, the inside line. Or at least the, the, the headline. That's as far as I cared. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah that is how far as you would care. <laughs> no, I was just thinking. Uh, no, I, I do realize that that, that is a, a huge step for women in professional sports. I, I get that. Well, especially in a locker room. Yeah. But uh, I'm thinking for entertainment value alone, because right now she's just preseason. I don't know if they're going to keep her on for the full season. And if they do, 
I would love for her to actually go into the locker room during halftime because I really don't care what goes on in the locker room at all. I, re- I honestly don't. I think we will have the most cringeworthy moments of the sports commentators <laughs> during <laughs> halftime talking about her in the locker room. And, and I mean cr- super cringeworthy moments. And trying Can you not <laughs> to make intentional double entendres. Yes. <laughs> At the same time. Not it be- is really too bad that John Madden's retired. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I would love to have that show going on. And Hulk Hogan's officially been fired by WWE as he admits to a racist N-word tirade where he rants about his daughter sleeping with a black man. Within 24 hours of, her, of him being fired, all references to Hulk Hogan were removed from the WWE website. Nice. Um, you can't really erase history, guys. You have way too much content online. Like I said, they've they, they, they scrubbed it all because that's uh-huh. that's... 18 years of scrubbing. Uh-huh. Because <coughs> your, your, her daughter's shacking up with a black guy and he didn't care for it. Well. Did I tell you that Kia broke up? You said that's why I was opening up with you said oh. the stuff going with Kia, but you never. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You meant to talk about last week and never got around to it. Yeah, the drama queen broke up with her like, girlfriend. And it was public on Facebook. I gotta spend more time on Facebook. <laughs> she broke up through Facebook. Yeah. No. Okay. At least she had the, the ball. Uh, okay, ball. <laughs> well, to actually break up with her, it's like breaking up through a text. <laughs> that is the most common way nowadays. By the way, pathetic. <laughs> it is. How cowardly do you have to be? Though uh, we do have a mutual friend from a band who uh, was dating another band member. Down, and they live down in Oxnard area. Who actually had. He was breaking up with her and brought her dad along to do it. <laughs> brought his dad along to do it. And this Daddy, was all, help me. She's this psycho. was all put on Facebook for the God and everybody to see. It was, I was having a good time with it. I mean, <laughs> I feel bad for, for her because she went through a major bitter divorce. I don't know what the deal with her ex-husband is, but I do feel really bad for her. But it was so great to watch this saga so, of, she goes, I can't believe that the coward had to bring his dad along to break up with me. Oh, I actually, I didn't see the whole thing. I just saw that last bit about it, so I know what you're talking about. Isn't that great? I mean, honestly, as a, as a podcaster, it's great for you, the nameless uh, friend. That sucks. Anonymous. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's still so great. <laughs> so uh, why'd you break up with, with the new dyke? Um, apparently, Kia was being too clingy and too needy. Oh, so she broke it off with Kia. Mm-hmm. Ah. But he claims it's the other way around. Of course. I honestly, at this point, don't care. No, that. But beyond that, I don't. I don't know. It could be. It could be both. I. <laughs> I attribute it to that dinner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> Reference two episodes ago. <laughs> two episodes ago. Uh, Was it three? What's that? We uh, talked about it right after we had to postpone a night uh, for oh, that's right. So um, there's been a lot of really weird scuttlebutt going around about Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly he was set to wed his British assistant girlfriend, Emily Thomas, who looks a whole lot like Katie Holmes. What a surprise there. But then the next day it came out that she actually has a boyfriend. Hmm. So I'm just wondering if the Scientologist said, no, you will marry her, or if she wasn't approved yet, or... Three-way. 
Yeah, bring in the boyfriend, whatever. Sure, he's taller, but we're laying down, so it don't matter much. Your mouth is pretty. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you can never get too much of it. I bet you can't. <laughs> and, anyway, before, earlier I w- you had made that reference about Mark um, Hamilton, and I, and I and I was Mark making, Hamill, not Hamill, Mark, and I was making a joke about, about George Hamilton. Fag. No, there's, there's a reason why. I happened to read this week about a new um, uh, a new reality TV show uh, called The Stewarts and the Hamiltons, featuring uh, Rod Stewart and George Hamilton's blended families. Yeah. This just looks like a total train wreck. And the funny part is I thought George Hamilton had died. <laughs> no, George Hamilton's quite alive. Oh, yeah. No, he's I'm surprised show. he doesn't have skin cancer, but he's quite alive. And the funny part is Rod Stewart's like, I don't think he's actually in the show itself. but <laughs> Lucky him. One, um, one of George Hamilton's ex-wives <coughs> was married to Rod Stewart for a while. They're divorced. And so it's really the show's about George Hamilton, his ex-wife, and the kids from both sides. Uh-huh. One of them who's been through rehab several times. and yeah, It really looks more than anything that, uh, like George Hamilton just trying to stay in the public eye and keep some money going. Oh, and uh, congr- congratulations to Ashley Friedman, a name you haven't heard in some time. Not for quite a while. She got engaged this last weekend at a dance festival. Oh, she did. And uh, cool. I think it was in, uh, in Channel Santa- Islands. Oh, yeah, I know she does a lot of them through Santa Barbara and areas like that. Well, her partner and and uh, boyfriend, the, this guy's got a set of cojones. He uh, minutes before they were to go on stage and perform, he turned to her dad and said, uh, "Do I have your permission to marry her?" <laughs> as soon as they were done, he got down on one knee. And proposed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it was all caught on uh, Santa Barbara Channel 3 News. Oh, cool. So, congrats. Uh, let us know when the wedding is. Yeah, he's, he's got style. I'll give him that. <coughs> he's got a big set of brass ones is what he's got. <coughs> yes, I'm dying. Police investigating counterfeit products were shocked to discover a disgusting secret factory where branded facial tissues were made from used toilet paper. Yuck. Married couple illegally manufactured tissues in Jiangsu Province, China. So, yes, it was bad Chinese products. <laughs> Lead-lined as well? Used old napkins, paper, and toilet rolls to make branded facial tissues. Sold 300 tons of shitty tissues and made 2 million yuan, about 200,000 euros I don't like you. Years. I don't like this. It smells all off. <laughs> Just put some, some more perfume on it. So, uh, famed actor, Tommy Lee Jones. I love Tommy. He is joining the Bourne franchise. Really? As the new bad guy. That ought to be fantastic. So is it like a new bad guy who's training, working with the new forces, or the new bad know. guy, the forces? Either way, it doesn't matter. He's in it. That's yeah, it. he's in it. And uh, I think that uh, I think they're bringing back Matt Damon <laughs> in, uh, in this particular uh, name. Which is inter- interesting because... Um, the first, I think, the first movie, in a lot of ways, for most of the ways, kept true to what the original book was. The second one really had from not. the second forward had nothing to do with the books at all, uh, except for two characters. But no, I mean plot lines and everything. It oh, I really know. nothing, nothing associated. 
So I'm going to say, you know, they only did three books, but I guess it doesn't matter since they didn't follow the books anyway. Well, and he's dead. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think Matt Damon, because Matt Damon on the fourth one, that not, I'm out. Because it was the Born uh, Legacy, or not Legacy. Well, no, um, Damon, oh, he, oh, he said it was, that was actually a decent movie, and I'm glad that they didn't use him because it was, it, it was a whole side story that paralleled what was going on with okay. Born. They talked about Born, you know, so part of the same project, but it was actually a really good but show. But I think Matt Damon would jump all over this just for the chance to work with Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, I'd hope so. I mean, I would. If I was an actor, I would, have, I would do that in a heartbeat. I mean, hell, he, you know, he's, he's been Two-Face. <laughs> Two-Face. Um, America wins robot soccer world cup Thor triumphs in China as organizers pledge to take on human teams by 2050. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wonder Mm -hmm. how slow this soccer game was. (laughs) By the time they get around down to round one, it is 2050. I mean, but admittedly you, you probably had as much care in that as I did about women's world cup soccer. So, (laughs) So we have I I found of course one of my one of my favorite li- you know, one of my favorite pastimes is finding lists. Oh yes, you're just like the the dude from Meet the Robinsons. Am I? This one's actually pretty interesting. It's, yeah, you got the the folder with the the pony on the on the no the unicorn. I've actually pony. never seen Meet the Robinsons, and and he's got checklists because he can barely write. No. If America was split into different nations today. There would be, first of all, most of Canada, which would be called the First Nation, because that was, you know, the UK. Um, there would be the Left Coast, which starts at about San Jose and goes all the way up to, uh, to British Columbia. The Far West, which is all of the Western states, not, uh, Intermountain West. I don't think I have to explain El Norte at all. Um, New France, which is Quebec and Louisiana, or at least New Orleans area. That's kind of a, a breakup between the two. Uh-huh. The Deep South, which, which is the rest of Louisiana, uh, East Texas, all the way across to Florida. Greater Appalachia, which goes from Dallas all the way over to the Appalachians. Uh, Tidewater, which is... Half of North uh, North Carolina and half of uh, Virginia. <coughs> the Midlands, which is a kind of this weird T-bone <coughs> that takes in Oklahoma, uh, half of Nebraska, basically along the Mississippi and the uh, and Ohio rivers. Yankeedom, <laughs> which goes from Minnesota all the way over to uh, <coughs> um, all the way over to uh, Maine. <coughs> and my only thought here is if this actually existed, what would those economies be like? That, that would be very, very interesting to see. Because I guarantee that the Deep South would still be growing cotton and tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they make so much money off of tobacco. <laughs> Al Gore <laughs> makes so much money off of tobacco. <laughs> I need to find the uh, the quote of Al Gore and being the super uh, um, evangelist about how he grew tobacco and he farmed tobacco and knew him and never touched a tobacco plant in your life. Oh, I don't doubt that they made him go into the field when he was 12. 
His dad was a senator when he was 12. Yeah. Uh, Milwaukee police took three hours to respond to rape of an 82-year-old woman. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> Makes me want to move there. Where was this again? Milwaukee. Hey. Laverne and Shirley. After three hours and six minutes, actually timed it that long, a squad responded and the woman was taken to the Sexual Harassment Treatment Center. Yeah, that's special. Yeah, that makes you uh, feel real nice and tidy in your neighborhood. And the bizarre moment, woman tells TV reporter that a love triangle with her cousin is the reason for her house being burnt down. <laughs> details, details. Heather Tenney gave the most gave the unexpected answers during a live news broadcast. She said the fire was started by her cousin, but gave no names. She said he's mad because he can't get with me. I'm married. The reporter Derek Lewis from WBKN27 kept a straight face. That's actually at one bullet point. The reporter kept a straight face. How? Please say they now have a solid lead after Tenney's on-air confession. Yeah, you think? Yeah, that's there's nothing right about that <laughs> at all. For any reason. YouTube to get 3D video and 360-degree virtual reality. New features announced after app update was released. And I actually found out about, about this after uh, one of the guys I worked with um, picked up a, a, u- a unit called Google Cardboard, which it's a cardboard box that folds out. You put your camera into it, and it using an app turns any image into 3d stereotropic and so it's a it's a, you remember those old click viewers we had as kids it's the yeah. google, google version of that with using your your um android in a cardboard box with separated lenses the poor man's uh, picture viewer yeah but is that it's actually pretty cool and it's one of those things that it's a uh, total geek toy it has no real purpose other than to be a geek just to be just exist. There's a lot of toys like that. Female Atlanta Braves fans hand a married fan a note telling him his wife is cheating on him after seeing her sexting another man during the game. Oh, I, yeah, I read that. And they were taking pictures of her doing it. And in the note said, if you, if you want, if she blinked, blinked out the text Here or denies are. it, Here send, me a, send me a text and I'll forward you the images. Nice. And the whole thing got put onto Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I guess who's going to divorce court? Well, sh- these ladies got ripped on it first for being nosy, but they've had they've had it both ways. Those are say- they're hailing her for for speaking up, and those are like you know mind your own business. <laughs> Yours? Oh, you want it? Because I got your Facebook game ready. Okay, I'm loading up another set of news, so go for it. All right. So, can you name these epic 80s rock band ballads? Epic? Yeah, epic. That's what it says. Yeah. You will listen, Get a new word, people. You will listen to anywhere between 45 and a minute and a half. I mean, besides the fact that it's 80s, you're supposed to use the word awesome. Hello. Yeah. Awesome. Not epic. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Hey, I'm barely breathing here. Give me a break. And uh, so, you'll listen to it. I'll give you the three choices. And uh, we'll go on from there on each one. So there, right. there's 12 of them. You ready to listen? Okay. But I wonder, does he know? 
So am I, am I guessing the songs or the, the bands? Both. I know it's Poison, Every Thorn Has Its Rose. It is. And we'll move on to the next. This, one's out, this was actually fun for me. That's why I brought this one up. All right. And here we go. Journey. Um, oh. Spreading your arms out. We, oh, I know I know it. Open arms. Oh, yeah. Yes, I gave it a visual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked more like a lips and uh, <laughs> <laughs> monster taco vagina. Exactly. <laughs> Journey, monster taco vagina. <laughs> that would be. Slam. A, that would be. Chowder. Yeah. That, that is the new epic uh, rock ballad, Clam Chowder. <laughs> <laughs> now I just want to make a band called Clam Chowder. <laughs> and the first album is called Steamy. All right, next next band. Starship. Starship? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> You're a fag. Is it Roxette? No! I, I, heart. Alone. Now, now, you are the huge heart fan. I know. I, that, from that alone, you should know. Well, wow, you know it. what? I guarantee that I'm going to be getting a few texts on that one. <laughs> Not because I'm wrong, because... Starship? <laughs> you gotta, Starship. You've got to realize, I'm a couple years younger than you are. Yeah, so but when, that was... When, when, Heart, when you were listening to Heart and they're hugely popular, I was like 13. No, this came out in 97. Really? Really. I thought it was total 80s. No, it is... Or 87, I'm sorry. It was 87. Yeah, so I was like 13, 14. 87, you were 15. Hmm. Yeah. You were listening to music then. Yeah, but that's not music that I listened to. <laughs> I wasn't... I, you know, the funny thing is, Starship wasn't even an option on the list. That's too bad. <laughs> Aerosmith was. Of course. You liked Aerosmith. No, I know. That's what I said, of course. With, with, with the pedigree they have and, and you know, writing stuff all the way through the 90s. Well, even all the way into the 2000s, they had a couple albums released. Yeah, but I tried to ignore those. <laughs> Here you go. Oh, I should know this one. I, I want to see Rick Springfield, but I know it's not. No, it's not Rick Springfield. Oh, the bad part is only 15. I know the song, but I can't, yeah, I can't place that one. Your choices are White Snake, Is It Love, Skid Row, I Remember You, and Kiss, Reason to Love. White Snake. White Snake. White Snake. So are they all big hair bands? Or? Oh, yeah. These are all... <laughs> all right, next one. Well, not, actually, this next one may not be. No, yeah, it is. A big hair band. Ario <coughs> <coughs> Speedwagon. Yeah, yes. And then there's like one of the freakiest looking dudes as the lead singer. You know, the funny part is I, I did light. I was the lighting contractor one time for Sticks, but I never did get to do Ario. And it was right after the, they'd done their, their Ario Sticks combined tour. <coughs> Here in St. George? Yeah, um, we, it was just sticks. It, um, it was, oh. it was a, about a year after they had finished that tour. Because I remember that. We it, also had... Uh, it was a stop through when they were uh, uh, between Salt Lake and Vegas. We had Bach Turner Overdrive a couple times, too, in here. Oh. <laughs> not, when I, not when I was around the place. Uh, all right. <laughs> Leopard. Yes. 
They put on a kick-ass show. What's the song? Rocket? No. Uh, it's on the same album. Love, Love Bites. <laughs> and we're totally out of tune on that, dude. You sing it, not me, dude. <laughs> There's no we on that one at all. This one should be easy. We have the album. Yeah, I know, and I'm totally picturing it and drawing a blank. Um, oh, jeez, I can't. I'm embarrassed. I'm, I'm forgetting, forgetting his name. Um, bon Jovi. It is Bon Jovi. Yeah. You have no clue what the song is. Never say goodbye. Wow, you pulled that one out of your ass. No, I had to go through the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're honest. <laughs> All right, next one. Come on. <laughs> this, is, this is like their one hit wonder here. Well, and it's a little bit old for me, too. It is. I know the song, but I, I can't tell you who the band is. It's played all the time on. I know it's 959 The Hawk. <laughs> but see, I don't listen to 959 The Hawk because Sister they've Christian. got one mix that they just run continuously. <laughs> Sister Christian Night Ranger. Ironically, I, I say they've got the one mix they run constantly. That's the automated night mix when I used to listen to them. Yeah. But one of the girls I went to high school with is now one of their morning oh, DJs. Yuck. Yeah, Flegel. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will tell you, I got this one wrong on the test. I know it. I've never heard the song. I've never heard that song. Oh, it's either Asia and Smile uh, Has Left Your Eyes, uh, Quarterfish, Pardon My Heart, or Alias um, More Than uh, Words Can Say, and I think it's Quarterfish. I know it's not More Than Words Can Say. That's the only song on that list I know. <laughs> no, uh, I'm going to say Asia because I have no clue. Well, no, in a minute. Okay. Next. The most famous thing that these guys have ever done. Second most famous. It's not a foreigner, is it? It is. Yeah, Michelle took me to a foreigner concert a couple of years ago. And she's a little bit older than I am. So she, and her, she has older brothers, so she yeah. really knew the music. And I knew like three songs. I want to know what love is. Oh, you know, just a little bit, little, little bit more stickier, and you would have totally been like the, yeah, the, 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 the last singer. singer. Yeah, I want to know what love is. Exactly. Yeah, you're going to lounge with that one. <laughs> well, it's, it's all I can pump out of the voice <laughs> box right now. Uh, we got two more to go. Get the load. <laughs> this one you should know. Oh my gosh! Uh, you know, you know it. I know, yeah. I know it. You were denied going to this concert. Oh, crew. <laughs> yeah, I kept thinking poison and knew that was wrong. <laughs> Motley Crue. Um, Crew's um, doing their final tour uh, right now, and they're hitting Salt Lake in the end of September. Eh. Michelle and I are thinking about going. <laughs> I have no desire. I'd rather go to a jazz concert. I mean, you know, not not the basketball team, but. You don't okay. Even I know you don't call a game a concert. I even I got that one down. Yeah, I have to explain these things to you. You're not a sports guy, not at all. 
And really, I've got I've gotten a. Uh, you should know this. Should. You know, I have the lead upon this. Oh, I should know this one. Hell. Okay, everyone thought he was gay. That doesn't really help. <laughs> he joined up with Chicago a few times. Oh, Peter Zatera? Yep. Glory yeah. of love. Yeah, um, I did Chicago here right after Peter Zatera left. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was one of the first gigs I, 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 I did uh, my first, freshman year of college. And I was... I was actually had much higher hopes seeing them live because I've heard their, I mean, they've got a jazz album. That's just fantastic jazz, but yeah, they do. They did all their popular stuff. (laughs) And so their horn section, it was, it was pops. It was was like, it was like that. that, All a sharp. And uh, no, it was, it was like listening to that, um, that, that gig you guys did in high school with the show choir of little mermaid. (laughs) We didn't do little mermaid. We did Batman. Along oh, the, it was the year after that then they did a little more. <laughs> like the, the, I, I saw the chart later. I was like, this was the music. Bop, boot up, bat it up. And, and that's what the horn <laughs> section was doing the, the whole concert. <laughs> it was like, oh, you're so overrated. <laughs> no, we did. Well, actually, ours was, oh, it was a whole genre. Not genre, it was like multiple genres because we did Bat Dance that year. You were in the band. I, I wasn't in, in the set band for that. Yeah, you were. You were in you were in a band as well as, well as I was. No, um, not when they did the, not when when they would do the gigs with with the, the choir. Oh, you were in the booth. I was in the, I was backstage actually. Okay, well, uh, yeah, they had me playing bass bone. Uh, it was Cronin, me, uh, Isom, mm-hmm. obviously Mike and Brady. Uh, well, that's probably you know because they didn't much room there. They didn't do a full band. They 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 were only doing trios in every section. Yeah, that's right. I remember that now. Anyway, uh, I remember our guitar player. He's actually a jazz guitar player. So we had uh, two pieces that called for a rock guitar player. One of them was Matt Nance. Did he even know what distortion was? <laughs> we, we actually had to have him unplug from his jazz amp. Plug into a separate amp? <laughs> plug into a separate amp. Because he, he didn't have any foot switches to, sw- to, to modulate? Well, no. Why would he? Yeah. And so we had Wipeout. We had, yes, we had bat dance. Why bet you can get away without distortion? Uh, you can, but they wanted the whole. You didn't want it to sound white. Right. Uh, but the bat dance, that absolutely had to have distortion because yeah. it prints. I mean, yeah. how do you not? Yeah. I turned to Max Rose one time and went, Can we do a red Corvette? <laughs> well, because nobody, no adult knew what red Corvette was about back then. I mean, you and I knew then. Yeah. We we all knew. We, we all. We <laughs> it's really great to find out uh, how many girls back then had no clue what the red, what red Corvette was about and why. And so once they figured it out, you know, when they're in their 20s, no wonder you guys love that song. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> how could you not love? First of all, Prince is the master of innuendo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. I don't know anybody who can write lyrics better than him in pure innuendo. Of course, the longer, the, the farther in his career he got. Oh, the less innuendo. The less was. subtly he got. Well, I know, but we're talking about the 80s when you really still had the FCC regulations on playing on the radio. Yeah. So you can say, I flopped up my cock and I started pumping it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that then in the 80s. I would love to see that as a lounge act. What's that? I'd love to see that in a lounge act. <laughs> yeah, we just, I walked up my cock. <laughs> 
That would be great. Uh, that would be a very fun, that would be a great sketch. Oh, that'd be a fantastic sketch. Oh, we gotta have. You know, we need to find somebody as cheesy as Bill as Bill Murray on Saturday Night Live, Bill Alzinger. Hiram could pull that one off. I bet you he could. <laughs> oh, with the accordion. Uh huh. <laughs> MIDI. <laughs> MIDI. He doesn't have a MIDI hookup for his accordion. Larry Bagby Sr., can we borrow yours? <laughs> no. No, we can't. <laughs> yes, I'm we putting can. my <laughs> foot down. <laughs> your foot down. Your effing foot down. <laughs> that would be so great. <laughs> and have him, have Hiram doing the whitest version of whatever uh, hardcore rap there was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be so oh, yeah. fun. Oh, man. <coughs> <coughs> I got to stop making myself laugh. <laughs> So, uh, uh, oh man, my lung. So uh, another news article here. This I got to give the guy total props for having the balls to do this. Daredevil, Daredevil jumps his nine-ton semi truck, a hundred and sixty-six feet. That is pretty damn ballsy. I mean, just the the impact from that alone, and <laughs> the berm that they had to build up to handle the weight of the jump and the landing on this. Oh thing. yeah. It makes you wonder how far back they had to get that semi to get up to speed to, ha- to do the jump. How far downhill they had to go. And then once he gets, gets down off the berm, he jammed the brakes and, and did a 360 or a 180 to slide it to a stop. And it took more than 100 feet to stop it. Yeah, I guess see that much weight. So was he towing or not towing? No, it was just the semi. Not with, not, okay. Not, nothing behind him. Because the only way I see that working with a tow is if it's hard mounted. Oh, it'd have to be. Yeah, there's no way you could. <laughs> and even then, that, that, far, that distance. It, it'd be really difficult. Um, as of last weekend, or the beginning of this week, Ant-Man was still taking the top spot. Um, for, there's just nothing out, really. Adam Sandler's Pixels. <laughs> well, you know how I feel about Adam Sandler. <laughs> Which is why it's bombing in the theaters. What, because I'm not going to Adam Sandler? No, because no one's going to Adam Sandler. <laughs> well, there's a reason. Well, it actually looks somewhat interesting, but <coughs> we've seen too many Adam Sandler movies not to wait for DVD. <laughs> like, uh, what was that, Remote Control? That one sucked. Laura Spanglish. He tried to, well, I mean, because he's done so many cheesy comedies, no one will give his serious stuff a chance. I actually enjoyed Fifty First Dates. That one was, because well, it was clever. It was clever. And yeah, had a lot of the same performers, a lot of the same shtick, but um, she really pulled the, pulled that one off. Oh yeah, I actually like <laughs> Happy Gilmore because no, everybody does. That was well, the, that was before we'd gotten too much of the same shtick. Because of Bob, uh, um, what's his name? Bob. The price is right. Everybody knows Bob. Yeah, Bob uh, Barker. Bob Barker beating the shit out of. Oh yeah, crazy. <laughs> the crazy. greatest scene ever. <laughs> The, the price, price is, is wrong, wrong bitch. It's <laughs> the greatest line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like I said, it, it, that was original in and of itself. Unfortunately, as his movies went on, you, saw, you just saw a lot of the same shtick. And, that's, and a lot of easy laughs, which gets boring. So I found another list of the top uh, 50 quirky uh, films that are highly underrated. Most of these I agree with. Uh, most. Yeah. Well, Waiting for Guffman sucked. <laughs> but the number two was Top Secret. Love Top I, Secret. Top Secret is so witty. And it's, yeah, definitely underrated. And part of that is because it was a zero-budget 80s flick. But it's so funny. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's right up there with Airplane and Naked Gun. Oh, yeah. Um, and with, with just the goofy comedy. They have a very pretty uh, sequel for whatever reason. Office yeah. Space. 
number four. Fantastic film. Which is highly underrated. Ron Livingston. I became a Ron Livingston fan because of this film. Oh, same here. And that's actually why I went and uh, invested in watching Band of Brothers and, um, you know, all this other stuff. (coughs) (coughs) Serial Mom, which sucked. Basketball, that sucked. Yeah, I never set that. Role Models sucked. Uh, The Castle sucked. Now, Role Models is fun just for the LARPing. (laughs) Okay. This is actually an underrated, fantastic comedy, but it is disturbing to get through. It takes two to three times to actually get through it. Kingpin. You know, I've never actually sat through the whole thing, it just because I, I haven't had an opportunity to sit down and watch it. You've got to see it for Bill Murray. <laughs> <coughs> and the first 20 minutes is the most disturbing 20 minutes you'll ever see. Uh, Tin Cup. That is yeah, I like that one quite a bit. Uh, Adventureland. Yeah. Never eat the corn dog. <laughs> I actually never saw the movie. I just remember that from the commercial. That, that, that yeah. just has always stuck with me. Uh, they have the Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> Emperor's New Groove? Uh-huh. Uh, which version? The Disney. Oh, the yeah. Disney? Yeah, actually, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And it was highly underrated. Yep. I love it because it's still hand animation. Yeah. <laughs> now, well, and it's and just the, how quick the, 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 the characters the back pop and, on. Yeah, the back and forth is... <laughs> and... <laughs> um, uh, what's his name? Uh, crap. <coughs> David Spade said he was so surprised how fast Goodman could be on, oh, the, yeah. on the comeback. And he goes, I, I worked for Roseanne Barr for nine years. How could I not? <laughs> <laughs> this one is my number you know, one. I have to say, John Goodman, <coughs> I have unfortunately... Lo- in, in my view, he's been very underrated for a lot of years. It's because he did such crappy stuff early in his career. Yeah. But especially the stuff he's been coming out with lately. He's well, really been on the ball. The Cyclops in, uh, in uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. perfect. Oh, yeah. I love him. That. Um, this is what I think should have been number one on this list. Bowfinger. Oh, yeah. The greatest I watch that comedy. about every four months, actually. <laughs> It is. <laughs> you mind head? I'm mind head. <laughs> well, aside from that, yeah, oh, yeah so you, you've funny. got you got Eddie Murphy doing multiple characters, but it's not obnoxious. They're very subtle characters. Well, and they're they are they're brothers, twin brothers mm-hmm. with opposite uh, identities. And how great with the braces, the glasses, oh yeah, and the thick, really weird mustache and the really bad haircut. It is so freaking funny. And just rips apart Scientology the entire time. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's just and fun. the fact that it's, you know, Steve Martin wrote a perfect script on this one. Well, you know, back in the 80s, he, he did L.A. Story, which was his tribute to L.A. Yeah. Bowfinger was his tribute to Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> because it's so true to Hollywood. And it, it makes fun of all the stupid stuff that happens in Hollywood. That meeting <laughs> where, um, where he goes into the lunch meeting and he's sitting next to uh, Rob Lowe's character, who's a high-end producer, a studio executive, and, and gets a quote-unquote deal put together, which is a complete BS on both sides. Yeah. Uh, the fear of the black hat that sucked. Um, Tucker and uh, Tucker and Dale versus the uh, versus evil. Never saw it. Manatee starring John Goodman. Yeah, that one either. Uh, Dick, love that show. <laughs> love that show. Seriously, <laughs> I know you've never seen it. 
I'll, 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 I'll lend it to you because that one is just so funny because the, the, the actors they bring in to play the different people from the White House, um, for, you know, from Nixon's White House, they get a lot of the looks and mannerisms fairly close. And like um, his legal counsel at one point, um, the, the, the girl who's be, one of the girls that ends up being, um, yeah. being deep throat. It says, and if you oh, if you stay here, you're going to be just like him. And she walks out of the out of the frame, and he, there's about <laughs> yeah, this, two beats, and then a, he just. <laughs> these these are the two girls that are the that break. Uh, 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 they end up being the contacts that are deep throat. Yeah, I'm, I've seen this. It uh, it really is very funny. Uh, I see. In fact, I I, sh- I was gonna, I showed it to mom, and at first she thought just from the name of it, I was putting in some kind of softcore <laughs> porn, right? And she worked on the Nixon campaign. But even she thought it was very, very funny. Uh, Orphans, Lucky Break. This one surprised me that's on this list, and I actually kind of agree with it. How I Got Into College. Yeah, I haven't seen it for years. But, but it's, yeah. it is pretty, it's a good story. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And I love how <laughs> uh, they have to race and break into the dean's office. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Grabbers. Uh, the Paper. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Yeah, I didn't see it. Uh, Brewster's Millions. Yeah, I know. yeah. Yeah, it's a hit and miss on that one. It's got a lot of fun parts to it. Two Days in Paris. Crazy People. Yeah, it's okay. Okay, this one I totally agree with, and I think it should be much higher than number 30. My Cousin Vinny. Yeah, oh, I totally agree. Because Fred Gwynn is so great in this film. Well, all the characters so is Marissa are, Torme. Love Marissa Torme anyway, but when she's going off... And it's the uh, only thing I can stand Joe Pesci in. Yeah, I'll give you that one too. But when she's on the stand, oh, being yeah. quizzed about the cars, <laughs> and she's just going to just slamming them. Oh, so perfect. Uh, Party girl. Okay, this one I totally disagree. Should not even be on this list. The movie sucks to no end. Death becomes her. I actually liked it. I would I don't know. I I think it's it's in the right place on the list. It's it's got some very unique portions to it. Well, there are certain there are certain little nuggets in there. But for the most part, I really hate. <laughs> well, it's the. Uh, I know you hate a lot of the performers in it. Well, I love Bruce Willis, but I really hate. Uh, <coughs> uh, 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 oh crap! I can't even remember the two the two actresses. <laughs> but uh, uh, Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep. I really hate Meryl Now, Street. see, I really hate Meryl Streep, and I hate most of what she's done. But there's a couple of roles she's done that I – she's either done really well with them or as a, it's close enough to how I, I imagine her in real life. Uh, <laughs> uh, funny Bones. Well, this is Mom's little favorite gem. What about Bob? Oh, she lo- actually, that one belongs on the list. Down where it's at. It's down at we, we've just been forced to see that one too many times. You, you remember when it first came out? Uh-huh. You remember how many times we got dragged to the theater for yeah. it? Yeah. What's, the, what's the name in the title? What about Bob? No, it's Bob. That was in, you know. Bab. Uh, Osmosis Jones. That one I agree with. It actually could go a little higher because it's got a lot of fun with the humor <coughs> in it. Uh, the Man Who Knew Too Little with uh, Bill Murray. I've been a long time since I've seen that one. Stiff upper lip. Uh... Adam Family value, Values. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I don't feel bad about it. Actually, it's really funny because... Uh, it looked too sticky to me. Well, there's one great scene in there where Wednesday Adams has to put up with the camp singing Kumbaya to her. It is so 
damn funny. Oh, it's hysterical. Uh, it's, it's the one gem. This is one of yours that think you probably think should be higher. PCU. Absolutely. But no one's seen it. But <laughs> just the, the, you know, I, I've told you my history with that show. Yes. You know, I, the guy who used, used to work for me, we nicknamed him Rhodey. Uh, he, oddly enough, had a mohawk that was purple and wore a hat whenever the audience was in the, in the theater. He had seen it on Comedy Central. And other than the fact, he literally introduced it. He, he, it was shown twice. So after the first one was done, he threw a tape in and recorded it and handed it to me and says, you have to watch this movie. The lead character is you, aside from <laughs> the drinking, drugs, and sleeping all, around. But all of the, uh, the, all the all mannerisms, mannerisms this <laughs> is you. And I got to agree, uh, Jeremy Piven stole everything from me. It's, it's like watching Night at the Roxbury and think, next to Hiram. <laughs> all right. He does hip thrust into everybody. Um, this one is actually one of my guilty pleasures. Soap dish. I've seen it a handful of times a long time ago. <laughs> I find it hysterically funny because it is so true to Hollywood behind the scenes. Uh, and it's got a pretty stellar cast. Uh, Sally Field, Robert, uh, Devin Klein, Robert Downey Jr., before the drugs. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. So, so it's a really old film. <coughs> Mid-90s. <coughs> Euro Trip. Blah. Yeah. Um, Baji on the Beach, which is a Bollywood. This one, I think, should have been number four on the list. Mouse Hunt. I wouldn't put it at number four. I'd, I'd put it the up top in, ten. in the top ten. Top ten. Yeah. Especially for Christopher Walken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, holy cr- And Nathan Lane. So great. And not bad for a straight character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and more ways than once. Yes. Uh, Festival. The Parole Officer. Uh, Over the Hedge. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd put that up there in the 20s. Um, <coughs> below Osmosis Jones, where it should I mean, as is in this list. But that one's decent enough. Sarah and Jack. Um, Road to Windville. This one should not be on the list at all. <coughs> My apologies, guys. I really am trying to breathe. Um, Zach and Mary make a porno. Never saw it just because... Yeah, just can't do uh, it. Kevin Smith just... Well, it, it, it's, it's really the, de- the death of, Ke- of Kem- Kevin Smith's writing. He had done so, so great at the beginning and just went downhill. And he, he started running out of ideas. And finally, Boomerang. And I think Boomerang should be replaced with The Distinguished Gentleman. Well, there's other ones I can see taking off the list and leaving that one on there near the end. Well, yeah, they're both Eddie Murphy films. But The Distinguished Gentleman is the one where he sneaks in having the same name. As a congressman who died, so he gets elected by name recognition. Oh, and then takes down Washington D.C. power structure. It's actually a pretty good film. <coughs> so another news article here: <coughs> Las Vegas woman threatened to feed dead man's body to her sister, with the statement, "Come out here and see these guys kill your brother." <laughs> Jennifer, I cannot make this name up. Jennifer Mustachia, <laughs> and no, she doesn't have a hair lip. Uh, Thirty-three is accused of torture. <laughs> My name is Jennifer Mustachia. Is accused uh, the, the, the the fact you did this voice is accused of torturing disabled Barbara Owens. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I swear to God, I had no idea. 
At the same time, accomplice Jamie Zaniga allegedly beat her brother to death. Mustachia threatened to feed Owens her brother's body, it had been claimed. Yummy. The two home invaders are facing a long list of charges for horrific crime. <laughs> Let's go to Vegas. Remember what stays in Vegas goes through the, your colon. That was such a blown mind. Yeah, it was. I really wish Hein was here because I, I owe him an apology. Ironically, earlier this week, I happened to finally sit down and watch Wells Wars, episode two, <laughs> or se- season two, episode 10, where they're all bawling oh, about yeah. the, I mean, they are in blubbering tears oh, yeah. about the whale that's being sucked up into the bowels of the ship and ripped apart with knives and everything. The next day, Cecil the Lion is shot with an arrow and then shot with a gun. So I, I shouldn't be laughing about that because I, 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 I have mixed emotions because of how that went down. I know. But, but the timing is funny as hell. Well, I happen to catch Fallon the next night. Oh, when he gets all choked up about Oh, yeah. It. And he's... <laughs> he killed a lion. Yeah, and then rips about everybody about me, hunters and blah, blah, blah. the jungle, <laughs> Actually, Fallon did do that bit. About six months ago with uh, Billy Joel with a new app on the iPad. It was actually pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, so how, how ironic is my life that I get to watch Whale, Whale Wars and everybody blubbering about the poor whales. <laughs> now, I'm not making any political commentary. I, I just don't care about the whale wars or the the, yeah. uh, in the eco-terrorism no, or whatever. No, even Hiram was very upfront about not making fun of whatever their belief was, but making fun of them I for just, being idiots. I just don't care. I really don't. I, um, there's, granted, if it's illegal, great. Have the international community come in, wipe out the fleet or whatever. They have clamped down on the laws, and so Japan is really not, not – they're approaching it differently than they have. But, but I still don't care. Yeah. So uh, with that in mind, the Zimbabwe lion, I feel bad for the people of Zimbabwe losing their favorite plush toy. I, I mean, lion. <laughs> but in terms of the reaction for the American hunter, he did everything legal, man. It's not his fault that the guide took him off of, you know, onto the preserve. They baited it and, and pulled it off the preserve for the bait. Well, even then, it's not his fault that the guide did it. No. I mean, he had all the legal permits and everything. I feel bad for this guy because he's forever going to be tainted. Well, he's going to court right now. And you really don't want to go to jail in Zimbabwe. <laughs> not, not, not really. Yeah. I, I imagine the sanitary conditions are supreme. So, got to love this. But, well, okay, my my, done, my, my point here. is, actually, I don't care. I, I don't see that we need to spend so much time when there are literally thousands of things that are wrong in the world and in this country. Why are we spending so much time on a deadline that we have nothing? You know, we have no ability to change. It's you're, you're very dangerous not to go down the political road, which this show isn't. Uh, it's mainly to look at the one hand. And so you're not seeing what the other hand's doing. I understand that. But I mean, seriously, people, is, is this really, you're going to be your main concern. I mean, we have kids starving. We have, uh, unemployment. We have deficits. Okay, and we're worried about a freaking lion. This is a comedy show. You, I know you're getting too serious. I just <laughs> it pisses me off that. Uh, it just pisses me off. Yeah, I'll well, leave it there. Leave it there. So you're gonna love this headline. You can at the the Acropolis. You can't at Disneyland. What do you think they're talking about? 
uh, selfie sticks? Yeah, there's an app that shows you know, all over the world where and where where yeah. selfie sticks are banned and where they're not. All <laughs> Disney theme parks are banned, and the entire country <coughs> of South Korea. <coughs> and the app has, United States, please follow <laughs> South Korea. And the app has a hundred places on places that that may or may not be banned. <laughs> I do think that selfie sticks are now the uh, the absolutely new narcissists narcissists um uh, uh not appendage but uh <laughs> do i really need <laughs> no you don't need not, to not an adult one. toy <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> today a man was arrested for using a selfie stick in a way that nobody ever thought possible so satanic temples plan Plans for largest public satanic ceremony in history backfire after Detroit protesters forced them to unveil huge goat-headed devil statue in private. Nice. And everybody's freaking out because, you know, the devils are getting their well, due. Well, devil night's coming up in Detroit. That's true. Um, <coughs> this is an article that I have a lot of mixed emotions on. <coughs> Walmart's oldest employee celebrates his 103rd birthday in the Kansas store he has worked in five days a week since he was 71. Hello. Welcome to Walmart. Now, I give him huge credit. He's 103 and still alive, World War II vet, all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. You did your retirement wrong, dude. Uh, if he's a World War II vet, more than likely, his retirement was confiscated. If he was a- <laughs> No, seriously. That's what happened to our grandfather. He uh, retired once from the U.S. government, went to work for another 20 years, for the U.S. government, so he had two pensions. One of them was taken completely away. Oh, was that Grandpa Willard? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what happened to Earl. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I really, really hope that I don't have to spend <coughs> any time working at Walmart as, an, as a seasoned citizen. Oh, you're going to be sitting there at the tech desk. <laughs> How may I help you today, you son of a... <laughs> Okay, stop looking at the porn on the phone. <laughs> I'm telling you that's what's wrong here. Okay, I, I, I got a, a Florida article for you. <laughs> I'm not the only one. I'm only here because of the smoke. Florida council official caught on camera telling a resident the smoke from his barbecue cannot oh, leave the property. I saw that. Yeah. Turns out that that... Uh, you, the, they actually made city ordinance on that. Your city council are idiots. Well, actually, it turns out that that particular ordinance did not include barbecue. Well, aside from anything else, how can you control wind flow? You're breaking ordinance if your house catches on fire? No, if you're smoking in the backyard. That's, Still, what, that's what that ordinance was about, was tobacco smoke. Yeah. But Florida... The gift that keeps on giving. Uh-huh. <laughs> Voyeur uses drone to spy on nudists. Furious naked sunbathers say they were buzzed by radio-controlled aircraft that had camera attached. They just wanted to see what the catch of the day was. <laughs> Clam chowder. <laughs> Let's see. <coughs> ah. uh, the, this one is somewhat uh, political. I apologize, but it's too stupid not to. Well, we don't read. have politics with Jeremy anymore. Liberals sign petition to impose 10% male privilege tax. Where? Uh, let's see if it says it in here. Um, male privilege tax. 
Yeah, asked to support an additional 10% tax on, mil, on men's income. One woman responded, I'll definitely sign for that, before adding, yeah, I've never heard of that before, but whatever they're trying to do, to do right now is clearly not working, so I'm all for giving that a shot. Uh, genius? Yeah, it's, it's talking about uh, wage disparagement between men and women, and an article came out that says there's still a wage gap. But then the article, does, the, this article is an actual article, news article that, that does both sides of the argument. Right. And brings out the fact that part of the disparagement is because there's dangerous jobs that men get more than women because they got a bigger chance of dying doing <laughs> it, which does pay higher. Like explosive expert? <laughs> um, like mining? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, in reality, the gender, gender weight gap uh, of around 19 to 23%. Between two sexes in the United States is explained by a number of reasons that have nothing to do with discrimination, including the fact that men work more hours and men seek less desirable jobs that, that pay higher. They uh, also uh, don't take maternity leave. As a result, men account for 93% of workplace deaths despite being only 54% of the workforce. I Not, think that's worth uh, a few bucks more. 94% of workplace suicides every year are also men. <laughs> only if you work at Walmart. <laughs> oh no kidding oh well uh, i did my month <laughs> well i was so fortunate as to be rejected by walmart not once not twice. really <laughs> three times a lady and i well you kept me. trying to get to get into, to uh, to be the person on staff in the lingerie section i mean come on i was only one time <laughs> and my record was expunged no actually i was uh I went for uh, the assembly uh, guy once. Um, the isn't the, that like a part-time Christmas gig? Yeah, because I was unemployed at the time. Yeah, that's why I, I couldn't I, get that job. <laughs> I'm, I mean, talking about uh, it's not jobs that Americans won't do; it's American it's jobs that Americans won't get. Well, yeah, and I, I've been in positions where I, I've been when I wanted. I was in, in states where I, I positions where I just needed to get a job, yeah. and they wouldn't hire me because I knew the second I got anything else, I would go, better I'd go and for it. And that's actually the position I'm in now. But even then, that's a part-time seasonal gig. You're going to leave I, at some, some point. Yeah. It's a guarantee. Well, the other two positions were both at, the, at two different Walmarts for the, uh, one of the tech, uh, you know, the electronics department. Yeah. Because I would actually fit in that department. Yeah, that's the one month I did at Walmart was in electronics. But I uh, couldn't get that. I couldn't even get hired as a janitor. A part-time janitor. Again, because you would bail. Well, if, if there was ever an actual job available. Well, yeah. But the, the, all, they, all they see is that that's a potential down the road. Well, they see overachiever, I guess. So, um, Jewish games to be held in Nazi-era German venue. What? <laughs> Why do you always find these? <laughs> <laughs> they they leap what, out at now me. That I, now that I work for a Zionist overlord, you've got to find every single Jewish story they, out there? They just come to me. Yeah, I don't work for them. I, the, the hell you don't. <laughs> 70 years after the end of World War II, Berlin from Monday hosts the European Maccabi Games, dubbed the Jewish Olympics, at the site of the um, 36 Nazi Games. So is the Olympic torch uh, a, a, a um, menorah? Menorah, seven <laughs> uh, seven candles burning there. Uh, There's only seven games in the Are you sure they're not holding this in that uh, Nazi or that German camp uh, outside of Camp Killerschwitz? Camp Killerju? Yeah, it wasn't a Camp Killerju. <laughs> it wasn't killed there. Jeez. 
And I can't believe you brought that story up. <laughs> well, it was better than as Pluto's atmosphere about to collapse. New Horizon spacecraft may, uh, may have made it to the dwarf planet in the nick of time. Why? Because we can do anything about it? Surface pressure on Pluto is 7 microbars, 100,000 times less than Earth. The, the collapsing atmosphere may give, also give Pluto's distinctive reddish hue. <laughs> More nerd news that no one no. cares about. All right, everybody together. B. F. <laughs> D. Now, this next article I have some serious issues with. Uh, of course you do. Uh, rubbing your fingernails, hanging upside down, and always sleeping in a shower cap are ways to get longer, more luscious hair instantly. None of that worked for me. You forgot the mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> Why they had a news article about how to make your hair look bigger and better. Because you're reading... Uh, when you, you, went to, you were looking for Salon.com. You just <laughs> ended up with Salon. Oh, and... Uh, <coughs> Google giant tried to buy a veggie burger startup for $300 million Why? And was rejected because they want the world to go meat free. Yeah. You know what? Why do I get the feeling that they would put RFID chips in the meat? The impossible burger bleeds just like a meat patty cooked in medium rare. You? Yeah. There's lots wrong. Tell you what. Uh, Yahoo, start buying up. All of the Whataburgers <laughs> out there and all of the White Castles. Yeah, it's starting to in White start, Castles. And start competing head-to-head. Conan O'Brien is accused of plagiarism. Man files lawsuit claiming the late-night comedian ripped, off, ripped his jokes off of Twitter. But, uh, that would be a hard one to prove. Aside from anything else, most of the monologue material that any night show talk show host comes from 10 or 15 different writers. Staff writers. They don't write it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that, that, very that one would be a very difficult one to prove. Oh, and um, Taylor Swift's mad again. Swift? Yep. Taylor Swift? She's mad. Oh, no. Over the harassment by a clothing, clothing firm boss who is demanding to see photos of her boobs and bum in bitter lawsuit over the Lucky, Thir- Lucky 13 brand. Um, how about no? Yeah. <laughs> he just wants the photos they're, to be able to release they're them. They're already in a lawsuit. He just opened himself up for another lawsuit. He's yeah. a jackass. No, that, seriously, that one is just, you know, I want the photos so that I can release them. Get paid by uh, the Inquirer or whatever. Gawker. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, WikiLeaks, I got something for you. And if you want to give me a minute here, I'm opening up my last set here. Yeah, I'm completely out, so. I told you, this has just been a whole lot of it goofy a- ass news the last week. <laughs> well, I can't believe I found so many great Florida stories. <laughs> and again, my Florida stuff, I wasn't looking for Florida. Florida just came to me. I know. I wasn't out like searching weird Florida stories. It was just news as it comes in and, oh, Florida. Oh, another Florida. Florida again. Oh, Florida, One you more. smoke a lot. <laughs> well, I do think Florida is, in fact, the weed capital of the nation. <laughs> okay. <coughs> Hundreds of DC metro um, uh, trains have secretly been carrying asbestos, but the city agency says that no riders were ever exposed to it. Yeah, just as soon as somebody comes up with mesothelioma. Yeah. Of course, they're going to say that. <laughs> you didn't get it from here. You're not going to sue us. 
Lawyers for Filmmaker in a copyright battle over the song Happy Birthday claim to have discovered a smoking gun after the lyrics were found in a 1927 children's book eight years before it was registered by Warner. Nice. Well, actually, I know that that was a problem because... uh... On uh, in big, Penny Marshall wanted to use the song, mm-hmm. and Warner wanted too much money for it. Yeah, and Warner <laughs> slash Chappelle right now are earning 1.2 million pounds a year in copyright fees from that song. If they can prove that uh, it was in that book first, uh, Warner is going to pay out the ass to the uh, whoever. Um, whoever published that book. Assuming that it's, it's still, copyright is still valid. Doesn't matter. For all the uses between, between Warner copying it uh, up to when the copyright ended, yeah. they will have to pay for it. <laughs> Smoking cannabis is more dangerous for men. Drug <laughs> is four times more likely to trigger psychosis in males than females, experts warn. Um, by psychosis, psychosis, do they mean binge eating? No, you can, that's one of the things that, that, that marijuana smokers never talk about is the fact that there is a percentage of people that have psychotic breaks smoking marijuana. <coughs> and for uh, people who fly a lot on, the, on Delta Airlines, <laughs> and I mean I'll, a lot. You used to be one. Yeah, but I didn't qualify for the, air, the um, frequent flyer miles because I wasn't paying to fly. Sure. Just for the super duper frequent flyers that are constantly flying, they uh, come to the lounge and get a hand job. They're offering a new upgrade for the guys with huge amount of miles, <laughs> not just a first class, to a private jet. Oh, you, you, for, <laughs> that's uh, got to be a serious amount of points. For a serious amount of points and like three to five hundred pounds, you can get a jet. <laughs> so what? They they picking up a couple of G fours, G fives that flying around? Oh, they probably have them already, or they, or they just lease them. <laughs> I got to admit, if you fly a lot and you qualify for that, that's a pretty cool perk. That is. That's a pretty neat little bumper. And I wish I would have, I could have gotten this article to come up earlier. It's about Sea Shepherd. Sea Shepherd? Yeah, they've got a a new campaign. Uh Controversial anti-whaling group Sea Shepherd. Oh, blood-soaked new campaign that depicts a man being harpooned (laughs) to prove hunting the the animals is inhumane. Yeah, that doesn't prove shit. That proves that somebody can use Photoshop. That's not Photoshop, but it's you know using fake blood and all that kind of stuff. And I get where they're going at, but yeah, come on, we gotta no, save the whales. No one takes you guys seriously to start with. Well, the funny part was in the episode. I mean, it was ten minutes of oh yeah. <laughs> no, no one's talking. Yep. It is just sniffling and snibbling and tears rolling down. Yep. You can't get more com- better comedy than that. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> First of all, I'm sitting there thinking, what editor is putting this together? Because not somebody who just <laughs> so actually cares about it. They're just going for either comedy factor or they think that that's it had to be com- drama. It had to be comedy because there's no drama there. It is so ridiculous. It's comical. Los Angeles Dodgers' Justin Turner sent to the emergency room for... Yeah. Infected leg pimple. Um, pop it. <laughs> but it's infected. Pull the hair out. 
squeeze the zit like every teenage boy. Regular, or, sorry, German regulator orders, so, or, orders Facebook social network uh-huh. to allow pseudonames, fake names. Uh, well, because we don't want you being caught cheating. Yeah, which was the original intent of Facebook. Anyway. Uh-huh. Cops arrested fugitive after spotting. Oh, this one's great. Cops arrest fugitive after <laughs> spotting him acting in a horror movie. The ta- quote unquote talented actor is arrested over a 2006 bank robbery. Ooh. Love the guy's name. This is, a, well, it might be a stage name. I don't know. Jason Strange, 44. Was, That's a stage name. Was playing Dr. Lourdes in scary chick flick Mary May. But police read a feature about the movie, including photos of Strange, that was printed in a newspaper. They arrested him at a restaurant near movie set in Olympia, Washington. He pled guilty to a bank robbery in 2006 and fled from, the, from a halfway this isn't house. This, this isn't the same guy who had, uh, went to uh, film a bank robbery because it was an art piece while he was No, it was a, that one was this year, actually. Uh, his scenes will still remain in the film, which is scheduled for release next year. Nice. Yeah, special. Can I get off on work release? <laughs> it works for Rob Lowe. <laughs> well, Rob Lowe's got a lot more money. And a lot bigger stuff he was working in. And bigger lawyers. China wants to reinvent the internet. Superpower aims to run part of the net on its own terms and police social media. Nice. Of course they are, we, since we handed over everything to the international community. Yeah. Oh, this one is sick. And seriously, this one's a warning to people. L.A. gangs in sick contest to kill 100 people in 100 days. Oh, that's, that's awful. Yeah, two L.A. gangs reportedly made the, the bet last week following death of Roland 100 gang member KP. Social me- media members uh, warned, warned between Western and Normandy Avenues in South L.A. No one would be safe during the 100 days. Yeah, you think? Yeah, guys, be careful out there on that one. Uh, may I suggest... Go get yourself a... Uh, Time for a vacay. A vacay <laughs> or a good uh, bulletproof vest, some uh, plated armor in your car, maybe buy Nabrams. Department of Health employees infected government computers with viruses by watching porn. Well, duh. And one guy was given counseling instead of being fired. <laughs> Everybody else was fired or... Not. Investigation reveals string of workers tried to view sexually explicit material on their government-issued desktops. Some inadvertently downloaded a virus that could have exposed data. One staffer who had 1,000 X-rated pics on their PC was sacked. <laughs> but another employee with only 400 p- images was allowed to resign. A department spokesman said staff um, are, are held to high ethical standards. The hell they are. Yeah, no, we're talking about government. Um, they also have limited Internet access and are subject to stringent rules. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> we don't stream our porn. We bring it in. <laughs> I just bring the disc with me. Yeehaw. Ivy League psychiatrist forced patient to become her lover, moved into her $5 million apartment, became the main beneficiary of her will, and received $2 million trust after her death. And death was accidental? Uh, it doesn't actually say, uh, but they're to- together for a while. It looks like four years they were together. Uh. Um, she was 47 when, she, when the lady died. Uh, the lady Actually, it sounds a lot like uh, a certain somebody we know that was up in Provo arrested uh, <laughs> for using up uh, an old lady's uh, credit card and 
for getting the BYU VIP uh-huh. tickets. Yeah. Only that was that, that relationship was only a few months old. Well, yeah, and he's not smart enough to be a psychologist. Uh, no, he's actually. I, I I better not. The lady who died, uh, her brother has filed an affidavit contesting the will and saying that his sister had been in deteriorating health when it was changed. And New York state law, and this is in New York, pro- prohibits a doctor from having a sexual relationship with a patient. Uh, that's not just New York. Basically, Utah, California, Nevada. Basically, have- this psychiatrist has no chance. <coughs> and my last news article for the night. Yes. I saw it just before leaving work. Oh, okay. The Death Star weapon is here. Japan fires world's most powerful laser to produce enough, produce energy equal to a thousand times the planet's power consumption. <laughs> a two petawatt, petawatt laser. <laughs> yeah. And this is just one beam. It's not like, a, a, like eight beams concentrated together. <coughs> Shine that in a pilot's eye. No kidding. Why is the front of the plane melted down? And that's what I got for today. All right. Well, uh, you're dying. Yeah. Let's end this quickly, please. <laughs> oh, I was totally spacing about closing music. Give me just a moment here. because so we've had enough sexual healing for the night. Oh, we're going to go screaming eagle now? No, 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 no. That's for bits. I, I, don't, I don't do that much <laughs> I'm waiting for the day that you actually download the whole karaoke and just have it ready on standby. The whole karaoke of what? <laughs> Hi. Oh. <laughs> I need to. I actually forgot about that when I when I started playing it again. You forgot how awful it was? Which is why I played it again. <coughs> Good news is I'm not coughing up blood yet. But there's always hope for tomorrow. Thanks. Thanks a lot. <coughs> Oh, of course, word. I'm not getting nearly the amount of shit I would in, unless Hiram was here. Of course. And we got to go for the cheesy ending. <sighs> the electric slide. Oh. <laughs> I hate oh, this wow. damn song. I <laughs> this was bad when it came out. You know, just working at different IT shops, every IT shop has a server with nothing but music and movies on it. <laughs> and I just have always had this habit of downloading it, taking it home. And then I just throw whatever's listed there on my iPod, and it's not until like years later I go through and realize, why the hell is this on my server and my iPod? And I, this is one of the pile of songs I've got to take the time to just get rid of because it's so bad. <laughs> There's a few of them out right there. Yeah. <laughs> just to get you to regurgitate on your way out the door. <laughs> so if you. I only had to have a good coughing spasm for that to happen. <laughs> So if you feel so so inclined, give us an email at podpeople at Happy Valley. And you want to get the rest of that? Well, you can visit us on our Facebook, Happy Valley Speakeasy, or you can download us at happyvalleyspeakeasy.com, iTunes, and the Stitcher app. Peace out. Later, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>